It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, I'm not talking about any streaks. I was on the other side for what four of those wins, so it doesn't really matter. Anymore. This game has its own entity. It almost doesn't matter what's happened prior to this game, regardless of what's happened in the past or whose record is what or who's ranked, who's not ranked. It seems to bring out the best in both teams. I don't like Utah. In fact, I hate them. I hate everything about them. I hate their program. I hate their fans. I hate everything. So it felt really good to send those guys home. There's something about that uniform and that rivalry that makes me want them to lose and uh, get as much enjoyment out of that as watching the youth win. I don't respect them. They didn't deserve it. It was our time and it was our time to win. We deserved it. No, I don't pay no attention to him. He's a clown. He was just upset after the game and he threw a touchdown and he felt good about himself. So let's just talk about the other team. I think the whole university and the, their fans and then the organization is classless. He is somebody you don't want around you. So I uh, did not pay much attention to him anyway. So now Riley Stevenson, the 36-yard attempt to try to send it to overtime and it hit the oh, upright. <laughs> and the game does it. And for a third Utah fans storm the field. All the time in the world for Beck. Can anybody get open for him? He'll roll right. Let's it go. Finds his guy. Touchdown. Johnny Harleen comes all the way across the field. 18. Hall watches it. He's got Coley waiting on it. Touches it across the 40-yard line. Here's Mitch Payne. And it's blocked. It's blocked. Utah got back there. Got a pull on it. And they will win the game. I wouldn't say he's lucky. I just say we executed the play well. When you're doing what's right on and off the field, I think the Lord steps in and, and uh, plays a you know plays a part in that. Magic happens. Mangum may have had his arm hit when he let that go, and it's intercepted, picked off by Johnson, and picked off. Mono Fisi the tackle, and it's Utah football. But it's coming, and Tanner Mangum never had a chance. Goes down at the 18-yard line as Casey Hughes from the corner came unmolested. Had a variety of those, haven't they? Brett Allman to put away. It hits a Ute, and BYU has recovered it. What a catch. Matt Bushman, how did he bring that in? Wilson, there is Bushman. He's got it. Touchdown, BYU. Intercepted. Picked off by Julian Blackman, and he takes it back for the first Utah score of the night. This is Jason Shelley. Such an exciting game to watch and one that neither side wants to lose. This is Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars, and that was a nice montage of some of the great moments in rivalry history put together by Austin Horton, my good friend at the Zone Sports Network. Thank him for putting that together and allowing us to use it here on your daily podcast, all focused on BYU. It's a rivalry game day edition of the podcast. We're getting you ready for BYU in Utah tonight. You're going to hear from Isaiah Kafusi, BYU star linebacker, about playing in this rivalry that he's grown up in. The son of a Ute, now a Cougar. He talks about that. We'll get my thoughts on the game, my prediction on the game, and also your predictions on the game. So a lot to get to on today's edition of the show. All brought to you today by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union. Can't thank them enough for their continued support of the podcast. With that, let's get going. This is Locked On Cougars for August 29th, 2019. (laughs) 
What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on a Thursday game day edition of the podcast. BYU and Utah kicking off their season tonight against one another at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Kickoff scheduled for 8.15 p.m. Mountain Time on ESPN. I would expect that probably gets pushed back a little bit because of the UCLA-Cincinnati game at 5 o'clock. So we're probably looking at maybe starting on ESPN2 or ESPN News or whatnot, but should finish up on ESPN. Be a late night on a weeknight for a football game, but holy smokes, it's here, y'all. We have made it all the way through the offseason, and college football is back in our lives. BYU and Utah will be playing their 100th game in the Church and State Rivalry Series. So I'd like to call it. I know there's been some other debate this week about calling it the Holy War game, etc. I'm calling it the Church and State Rivalry. I think that's kind of what it came down to when we had our debate earlier this summer about it. The Church and State Rivalry, but it is the Holy War game. I think it's a great name for it, and we'll just go with that. But one, the 100th edition of this game, and I couldn't be more excited. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, Jake, give us kind of your edge and where you think this game is going to tip. And I've already kind of given it to you. I've tipped my cap earlier this week, and that's where it's in the trenches. And I know that's an easy cliche to throw out there. You can be like, well, yeah, of course, anybody who wins the trenches wins this game. But I think it's more and more critical the more I look at this rivalry game and this particular edition of it uh, when it comes to BYU's ability to to protect Zach Wilson's. That offensive line. BYU, one of the strengths of their team is that offensive line. They need to protect Zach Wilson, keep him upright, uh, keep Utah from hitting him and driving him into the ground onto that surgically repaired shoulder and just keep him healthy, plain and simple. I don't know that it necessarily is going to mean that it's going to be a perfect game where he's not getting knocked down. He'll get knocked down at some point, but they need to protect him. BYU also needs to use their tight ends and slot receivers to great effect. Francis Bernard and Devin Lloyd, the other linebackers on Utah's roster, they need to be forced to move around to cover guys like Matt Bushman, Aleva Hefo, Dax Milne, and the like. You've got to use those middle crossing routes, intermediate routes to great effect because I think that's where BYU can attack Utah. Cornerback and safety, Utah's very strong. They've got Jalen Johnson, who I think is a top three round NFL draft pick, as well as Julian Blackman, another NFL guy at safety. So going deep on Utah, shouldn't be BYU's game plan. I don't think it is. I don't think they necessarily have a guy who can get over the top on Utah's secondary, but using guys like Matt Bushman, you're going to see him used heavily tonight to attack the middle of the field against guys like a a Francis Bernard, or if Julian Blackman's on even on Matt Bushman, just due to the size ratio, you attack that and use that to great effect. I think BYU is going to try and establish a ground game and really attack the Utes on the ground, Tyson Williams. If he goes over 100 yards, I think BYU's got a good chance in this game. It's just going to be tough sledding to get close to that mark because I think Utah's highly motivated after what happened a year ago, going down 20 twice. I know they came back and won the game, but they're going to be motivated to go out and really establish their dominance once again against the Cougars and show what they can do and it's all on BYU. I think BYU controls a lot in this game. It is at home. The home crowd will be behind them, and hopefully that can give them kind of that extra bounce they need to break this streak and finally win a game for the first time in eight straight tries. 
It's been close multiple times, but BYU has come up short, and they've got to get this game and win it, plain and simple, because you just can't let Utah continue to walk all over you because it's just not a good look for you as a program. It's much more fun in this state, I'm not going to lie, when the when the series is more evenly matched. I know BYU's had their dominant runs. Utah, very on in this series history, went 22 years without suffering a loss. I know there's some ties mixed in there, but... It's a series of runs, and if BYU can snap this run, be very impressive tonight. I'll give you my score prediction at the end of today's podcast. We call that a tease here in the business. We're going to get to some of your predictions as well in the third segment of today's podcast. Let you guys sound off on what you expect, so stay tuned for that. Before we go to our first break here, and coming back on the other side, we're going to hear from Isaiah Kafusi, a guy who has grown up in this rivalry. Of course, the Kafusi family has had an imprint on both Utah and BYU. Isaiah now starring for BYU is the son of a proud U, and he talks about a lot about how the family, the Kafusi clan in particular, takes in this rivalry, how they really enjoy it. You'll hear from him next. Before we do that, though, do need to tell you about today's title sponsor on the podcast, and that is Deseret First Credit Union. They are sponsoring the Deseret First Duel. Of course, it's a season-long running series between BYU and Utah, where the team that wins the most athletic comp contest head-to-head wins the trophy etc well the first game of it is the football game this year and that is tonight but Deseret First Credit Union also shares a faith-based bond with its members and they want to celebrate those unique goals and passions the individual members have they're asking everyone right now what is your focus what is your why whatever it might be have you thought about refinancing your home to save money and help fund that passion project refinancing doesn't have to be hard or even cost you anything and with rates still crazy low now is a great time to refinance your mortgage and keep more money in your pocket. With a no-cost refinancing from Deseret First Credit Union, you can get locked into a low rate for absolutely nothing and potentially save up to hundreds of dollars a month. Who doesn't like having extra money in their pocket, guys? Check it out. Deseret First Credit Union, the DFCU mortgage team in particular, will work with you to find the right loan for your financial situation. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, you've got a fifth home, you've got vacation homes, investment properties, they are ready to help. They'll find the right situation situation for you and the best loan for you as well. Call them 801-456-7070. Once again, 801-456-7070 or visit dfcu.com to apply in just five minutes or less. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Membership and eligibility required, OAC, terms and conditions apply, equal housing lender. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com.
Welcome back to Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks again for joining us. It's exciting. Football is here. Game tonight, I will be on site. We'll have reaction. A podcast for tomorrow will be full of reaction to whatever happens in tonight's game. Stay tuned for that tomorrow morning. I might be pulling an all-nighter tonight because, of course, I do morning radio for the Zone Sports Network. And depending when I leave Lavelle Edwards Stadium, maybe I go just straight into the office. Anyways, we'll get to that when it comes. But exciting to have the rivalry game here. Finally, it's kicking off tonight. 8.15 Mountain Time on ESPN if you're not able to make it to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I would encourage you guys, if you have a chance to go watch this game in person, there's nothing like the energy when you have BYU and Utah together. The fan bases, I know that they get go at each other on social media, but it is always, always an electric atmosphere, no matter if it's at Rice-Eccles Stadium or at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So if you have an opportunity and you're thinking about going, just go. Just buy your tickets. Go out and enjoy the game tonight. I know it's a late night. It's a work day tomorrow. I get all that. Football's here. Go enjoy the game. Sacrifice the sleep if you have to. I think it's worth it. I'll be sacrificing sleep, I can tell you that much. All right, let's get to our featured interview on today's edition of the podcast. Isaiah Kafusi, a guy that BYU had healthy a year ago, might have really helped them seal up that win against Utah in a lot of people's minds. Well, he is the son of a proud Ute. Jeff Kafusi played for Utah. Uh, he's, his son's... Isaiah and Jackson are now linebackers for the, for BYU. Uh, the Kafusi clan, of course, has had its imprint on both sides of this rivalry. I was happy to talk with Isaiah, get some of his thoughts on the rivalry, and also get his thoughts on his play as well, playing for BYU's linebacking core and what they expect from tonight's game. So let's get to it. Isaiah Kafusi, BYU linebacker, right here on Locked On Cougars. You're a guy who grew up the son of a guy who played at Utah, but the family's also got connections to BYU, of course. How big is this game coming up for you? Uh, it's big. Um, grew up, you know, around the rivalry and just kind of, you know, understand what it means to a lot of people, uh, to both programs and to the fans. Uh, I'm just really excited. You know, I, I feel super blessed to have the opportunity to play in it. You know, and a lot of my family members have yeah. played in it, so I just, you know, kind of get to continue the tradition. When you have time, you got like, you used to look at the Kafusi clan. There's guys on both sides of this <laughs> rivalry. Is there some good-natured jabbing going back and forth on both sides? Uh, no, everyone's pretty supportive. You know, I, I've got an uncle who has a, has a kid at the U, actually. Um, married into, you know, a kid that was had been married into um, the family, but... Uh, you know, they support, you know, the family's pretty good at supporting both sides and, and they, you know, we've been around it for a while, so they know how to handle it. So it's been good. What's it like playing with your brother? Oh, it's awesome. You know, I got to play with him in high school and that was, that was super fun. You know, I, now I, I've played with him a lot longer than I have. Um, so it's, it's a lot of fun, you know, we're around each other. We, we live really close to each other, so we're always together. Um, and it's just exciting, you know, to see his growth too is, is awesome. I mean, he's grown as a, as a man here at BYU, uh, as a student, and as a football player. So it's fun to be around him and kind of see him do his thing. Is this something you guys talked about in terms of just playing together at the collegiate level ever? Uh, I mean, we, we had talked about it, but, you know, I was two years older, left on a mission, came back, and then we didn't really, you know, we had a couple months, like a month together, and then he left. So um, I know for him, he, he wanted to play with me as you know, at the collegiate level, but we never really had discussed, like, hey, let's play together. You know, he had options, and 
he felt you know BYU was right for him and then you know I was also here so it kind of fell into place I know we're going back a long ways because of the mission and everything but your dad of course played at Utah when you decided to come here what was his response um he was excited I mean he was excited for me to to get the offer from you know BYU offered first and uh I kind of jumped on it and he kind of was like hey let's kind of slow down let's wait a little bit and and you know he was he's very level-headed and kind of sees a bigger picture you know and so uh, he was really excited, though. He loves BYU, loves Kalani, and, and the culture, I think, that, that has been established here. I think it reminds him of how, you know, playing for Coach McBride, you know, how the culture was up there at the U. You know, got the, a lot of the Polynesian con- connection and, and the love, I think, that's here. Uh, he loves that. So my dad was is a big fan. When it comes to this linebacking core, you're probably the most proven option. I guess outside of Zane on this linebacking core, how important is it for you guys to get a good start to this season? Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it's huge. Um, you know, coming off of last year too, we, we I think we had a lot of confidence in the bowl game. You know, we we finally I think put a full game together, and so now um, really it's like if we can if we can do really well these first four games. You know, because these are the the probably the toughest games, the f- toughest consecutive games we'll, we'll have. Um, it'll be huge, you know. And I, I think confidence is going to be a big thing. You know, we just got to start with the first one, um, put a, put a full game together on offense, defense, and special teams, and then I think from there it'll just you know kind of continue to kind of waterfall down. You know. Zach Moss up there is a all everything running back. It feels like a lot of hype coming in. Are you excited to face a guy like that in the first game? Yeah, I am. I, I'm excited to face the whole team. You know, yeah. I mean, they they have uh, high expectations and kind of a standard from you know last season. And, and uh, Zach is a proven back. You know, I think he'll be one of the best running backs we'll play against this year. Uh, and, and that's just fun, you know, because it makes you better. It makes you uh, practice a little smarter. You know, I have to think about what Zach would do. You know, and how how we have to approach. You know his running style and different things like that. So to get out of the way though, and to have Zach, you know, you know, one of the best running backs first, you know, in the first game, it'll be huge for us. He's been through a long camp. It's been a really hot summer out here. How how excited are you guys to actually just start the season finally? Man, I think we're excited. Yeah, I think everyone's just kind of chomping at the bit to just get it going. Um, we put in a lot of work, and so the off season has felt you know really long. And there's been you know extra you know prps where we're running practices and and i think like the motivation from last year to kind of just get ready for utah and get ready for this upcoming season you know we put in a ton of work so i think to finally have it you know at the doorstep it's like let's just go like let's pl- press fast forward and get to the game you know a little bit like christmas eve oh yeah for sure for sure everyone's getting antsy and ready awesome thanks so much isaiah yeah, i appreciate it thank you there you go. Isaiah Kafusi. Can't thank him enough for joining us here on Locked On Cougars. Hope you guys have enjoyed these interviews. I've been trying to get some of those unique angles on guys who are well-known in the rivalry. We've had Kalani Sitake this week, Lopini Katoa, Bracken Bakri, and just there, Isaiah Kafusi. And you can tell he's proud to be part of this rivalry game, and I think that it's going to be a fun night tonight at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Get excited. All right, we will step aside here, come back, and it's going to be your guys' turn to sound off on this rivalry. We're going to get your predictions. I threw it out on social media on Twitter. Had you guys weigh in with your thoughts. We got thoughts from both sides. We'll get to all of those next. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys that the Locked On NFL show is absolutely on fire. It's been one of the most listened to NFL shows across the podcast universe. With the expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock, Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Locked On NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. 
provider. More in a moment. This is Locked on Cougars. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Back to Locked On Cougars. Reminder for you guys, when you guys are driving around town, making your commute to or from work, whatever you're doing, even if you're at home with your smart speakers, tell your smart devices, whatever they're a smart speaker, your smartphone, whatever it is, tell it, play podcast Locked On Cougars. That way you always stay up to date with everything going on in BYU sports news. All right, your guys' turn. Let's have you guys sound off on this game tonight. Let you uh, make your predictions, call your shots. If you win, guess what? I'm going to give you props tomorrow. I'll be sure to review these and see if anybody gets the closest and make sure to give you your props tomorrow let's start off Alex Long a longtime friend of mine we actually went to high school Alex thanks for weighing in he says 31-24 BYU it would go right in line with the series history recently where it's within seven points he's picking the Cougs Bryson at Breschke 3 oh Alex is at, Al- at Alex Long 9 Br- Bryson at Breschke 3 says I have BYU 28-24 another close game but Bryson's on board with the Cougars winning here. We get our first blowout uh, note here coming up next from Sean Howard BYU at Sean Howard BYU. His hashtag beat Utah is his screen name right now. He says BYU 38, Utah 17. Zach Wilson passes for over 300 yards and Tyson Williams has 100 plus yards rushing. Zach Moss ends up not playing due to his broken hand and Utah finishes the game with less than 150 yards rushing. You're calling a lot of shots there, Sean, and we'll see how it goes for BYU. Not having Zach Moss play for Utah would be a really tough blow for them. We'll see how that shakes out tonight. Matt Moore, another longtime friend of mine, high school uh, classmate of mine. Uh, Matt Moore at Matt J Moore 11 says 27 to 13 Utes. He gives the little um, praise hands emoji, which a lot of people use as the Utah sign for the University of Utah. So he's got the Utes winning 27 to 13. Matt may or may not be a Utah grad if you can't tell. Uh, Next up, Stacy H at S. SS Hale 85 she says 9 nothing Utah Oh, the irony. Of course, Utah going for their ninth straight win in rivalry history. Stacy, we'll see how that shakes out. Either they're going three field goals for Utah to get to that score or a touchdown extra point and safety combo to get that tally. Next up, Just James at JW Claws 21 says 27-17 Cougs, a 10-point win there. His prediction from, from James. Jazz Hoops at Jazz Hoops underscore says BYU 31, Utah 17. Andy Splats at Andy Splats says Utah wins 28 to 27 or maybe 28 24. He says, regardless of the outcome, I'm going to be interested in how this game affects the rest of the season for both teams. For both teams, this game is a big deal. I completely agree with Andy there. I do wonder, okay, whichever team wins, loses, whatever side it is, I do wonder how it affects them. Because, of course, we've got uh, Utah being talked about as a college football playoff semifinalist by a lot of national media folks. 
I wonder how it would affect them to lose to their rival. Of course, they have to bounce back. They've got Northern Illinois and I believe Idaho State, who BYU also faces this season in the next two weeks in their non-conference season. But I do wonder how it will affect both teams, and it will bear watching over the next few weeks to see if whoever loses this game, if they're able to bounce back. I, I like that, Andy. Thanks for weighing in with that. Bart Weaver at Utes Win 3 says, I don't think it'll be that close this time. 35-6 to six Utes. Wow. That would be an absolute curb stomping, and that's like the 54-10 type of margin there from Bart. Uh, Steve Lowe at Steve Lowe Jr. says, BYU will get a W if Utah's defense does not score. You Cougs win it 24-17. to 17. That's been a big series uh, key right there is Utah's special teams and defense scoring in these games, pick sixes, kick returns, punt returns. BYU doesn't allow that. That does give them a good shot because that's been a big part of them losing games in this series recently. Uh, next up, Elvis at EZE Ramirez 86 says, My heart says BYU 27-20 Utah, but my brain says BYU 24, Utah 28. So, Hart is going for the Cougs, but his brain is picking the Utes. We'll see what happens there. He says, hashtag go Cougs. He wants to make it very clear he's rooting for the Cougars. Uh, Seth Packham at SM Packham weighed in. He says, data-driven projection. He sends me a tweet of his. He says, it's game week, and my M&Ms have spoken. BYU will beat Utah 33-16, to and he's actually literally counted out. He's got 33 blue M&Ms and 16 red M&Ms. So maybe Seth has got onto something there. We'll see how that ha- how that goes there. Bowhunter3890. At Bowhunter3898 says, Something tells me BYU is going to punch Utah in the face early, go up 14-0. Utah then will come in and win 35-31. So similar to what happened last year, it sounds like, according to Bowhunter there. All right, uh, Chalupa Batman says BYU finally wins 21 to 15. Utes with five field goals, only lead 15 to 14 heading into the fourth quarter. Zach Wilson TD pass to win it with a few minutes left. Now that would be interesting, of course, with all the kicking issues Utah has faced. Them not scoring a touchdown would be kind of surprising in this rivalry, but we'll see what happens there. Um, Greg Oreo, of course, responded to him says five field goals when Utah doesn't have a decent kicker, unproven, better better put come on man that's not likely and then chalupa responded i don't know anything about the utes man i'm just making stuff up predictions are hard enough to get right might as well go crazy so good for you chalupa batman at weedy 87 and also gregor uh sorry excuse me gergasor greg oreo weighing in there uh pappy 4481 weighing in for nothing one team will get the safety brace meaning they get two safeties He's a big soccer fan the other team will get the clean sheet that would be interesting to see a soccer score. That would be absolutely hilarious. Be a unique score. That's no doubt about that. All right. Two final predictions here. Uh, Gregor Sore went back at Weedy and also tagged me. And it says, Haha, I honestly hope Cougs win every game, just not tomorrow. If Utes can have long drives, BYU is in trouble because the Utes defense is going to wreck everyone. Wilson is a baller, though. He's going to have a great career at BYU. Happy for him. So a uh, Ute, but also giving some props to BYU. We'll see what happens with that. I think it could be interesting to see if that uh, scenario shakes out because if BYU does not get off the field on defense they absolutely are in trouble they need to gas Utah's defense if at all possible and really sustain drives in their own right you can't just leave your defense on the field all night long and then the final word we'll give it to Steve Haney here at ex coach Haney he says BYU has more talent than most people realize or perhaps we are scared to buy in because of past history he's calling a shot though BYU 43, U of U 13. 
Wow, Steve, 30-point win. Now that would be something if BYU goes out and blows out Utah in this game tonight. All right, the moment you guys have all been waiting for, or maybe not, uh, my prediction for tonight's game, I got a gut feeling that BYU is going to get a bounce from the home crowd. I'm going to call it BYU 27 Utah 25, a tight game. I think BYU ends the streak tonight. We'll see what happens. Uh, there's part of me, I'm kind of like what uh, we had Elvis on. He said, my heart says one thing, my head says another. I'm fighting a lot, but I'm going with my gut, and I'm picking the Cougs to win tonight. We'll see how it goes, and I'm excited for this game. Hopefully you guys are as well. We'll have a reaction episode up shortly after the game goes final tonight. We'll have post-game audio, etc. I will be on site at LES for the game tonight, and I'm excited to take it all in. Hopefully you guys are doing the same. Um, have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the game tonight. Be with us tomorrow as we react to whatever happens in this game tonight. We are brought to you today by our good friends at Deseret First Credit Union. Of course, the title sponsor of Locked On Cougars and the Deseret First Duel. Thank them for their continued patronage and sponsorship of this great podcast. And thank you to all of you who have supported this podcast as well. It's a blast to be with you guys each and every day. We will catch you guys tomorrow or maybe late tonight, whenever we get this podcast up. Enjoy it have fun tonight be civil but also have some fun talk some trash don't cross the line and we'll talk to you soon this has been locked on cougars for august 29th 2019